Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. So the Greeks were being wronged by the Hebrews, but they forgave the Hebrews. Wow, what a novel concept. Forgiveness. It's the gospel that you and I are supposed to be focused on. Living it and sharing it. It also seems like the Hebrews got called out for their prejudice. What happened with that? Well, the Hebrews repented. Unforgiveness is one of those things that does more damage to you than it does to those you're actually angry and bitter with. Today, Pastor Robert will be exhorting you to repent of any unforgiveness you may have. Since you've been forgiven by the Lord of your past, present and future sins against Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 6 as he continues his message, Chosen to Serve. ministry leaders should be selected like these first deacons were because the fruit of their lives has demonstrated wisdom and that they were full of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5 says, and the saying pleased the whole multitude, the, the, the whole church. Yeah, that's what we need to do. And they, they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and Philip. Now, this is different from the apostle Philip. That's important because Philip will come up again later. Philip the evangelist, Philip, one of the seven, Philip the deacon, as opposed to Philip the apostle. Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. When they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So, so the, the church was content with the answer given by the apostles. And, and did you notice that the seven who were selected were all Greek? They all had Greek names. There, there, there's no, you know, Baruch in the group, right? All of them had Greek names. Apparently, these were all culturally Greek believers who were trusted by everybody in the church who were viewed as men who who exercised wisdom in their lives and who were full of the Holy Spirit. The Greek widows had been neglected, so they appointed seven trustworthy Greek deacons who were respected by the whole church to make sure it never happened again. I I love this. It seems like it restored unity within the, the church community and that that restored unity resulted in 
the multiplication of new disciples. So the Greeks were being wronged by the Hebrews, but they forgave the Hebrews. Wow, what a novel concept. Forgiveness. It's the gospel that you and I are supposed to be focused on. Living it and sharing it. It also seems like the Hebrews got called out for their prejudice. What happened with that? Well, the Hebrews repented. Where do I see repentance? All seven of the new deacons were Greek. That's repentance. Listen, repentance isn't about emotion. I, I, I hear from time to time, I hear comments, I even hear teachings that to me misrepresent the whole concept of repentance. I heard a, a teacher the other day, you know, getting all wound up because this person never verbally acknowledged wrong. Do you understand? The person never said, oh my goodness, I discriminated horribly against your, the, the widows of, of your community. Will you please forgive me? They didn't say that. Well, so that's not repentance. Well, yeah, it may be repentance. If, if they, in response to it, even if they don't verbally confess in the way that you would like, if they change their conduct, that's repentance. Because repentance is about what you do, it's not about what you say. Genuine repentance is a changed trajectory. Now this is critically important, not because I'm not suggesting that one should not speak. It is a good thing, it's a good thing to say, I wronged you, I sinned against you, will you forgive me? That's a good thing. But then if you just continue, you know, like the the guy that, you know, years and years and years and years ago, guy, he lied to me repeatedly, he cheated me, and he'd be real quick to say he was sorry. He'd admit it. I mean, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I do that. But then he's just like, okay, a couple of months later, it was going to happen again. Well, that's not repentance. It doesn't matter how many tears... It doesn't matter how sincere the words emotionally in the moment. You may feel really badly about what you've done, but if you keep doing it, that's not repentance. Repentance is not about emotion. It's about a change in your trajectory. You change your conduct. And see, the Hebrew Hebrew Christians, here's how that played out in their situation. They didn't, they didn't come up and say, no, wait, 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 wait. We, we, we need to have, we need to have some representation on, on, on this deacon board. You can't be having seven Greek deacons, you know, I mean, we'll let you have, we'll let you have three, but we need to have the other four. They didn't do that. The whole church was in agreement with this quote unquote deacons board being Greek. And see, when you put all this together, it would surely seem to indicate that the love of Christ and the unity of his body won the day. In other words, Greek or Hebrew, the church gathered together 
in repentance, in humility, in unity, and said, we're going to share the gospel. We're going to focus on the mission. We're going to forgive each other. We're going to love on each other. We're going to take care of each other. We're going to move on. And that's what they did. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, Jesus had taught them, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you're my disciples, if you have love for one another. And and see, Jesus wasn't talking about warm, cozy feelings toward other people. He was talking about the decisions the attitudes, the the conduct toward each other. The apostles were doing their very best to train those earliest Christians in Jerusalem to live lives of love. In other words, looking out for the other person's interests, looking out for the other person's concerns, feelings, making it a higher priority than your own desires, your own wishes. Because that's what Jesus did. When he tells us, love one another as I've loved you, what he's, what he's saying is, don't put your needs before the needs of the rest of the body of Christ. Don't put your wishes, your desires above the wishes and desires of the rest of the family. Don't do it. Jesus left heaven and and came to this ball of dirt, lived among us, and allowed himself to be tortured to death. These early Christians weren't perfect. They, They were still doing dumb things. They were still doing sinful things, but they were humble and teachable, and they were committed to the gospel. So the people of Jerusalem began to see the church, biased though they still were, walking in humility, walking in love, living out the love of Christ toward one another. And the result of it was that the disciples began to multiply, meaning that many people, even many of the priests, even many of the Jewish priests in Jerusalem began to turn to Christ and get saved. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.